Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the John Kincaid Show. It's a good time. Spending Sunday mornings together. Always love it because we have good debate. We have good conversation. Here's John Kincaid. I appreciate you so much finding this show every single week, the John Kincaid Show. Here on CBS Sports Radio, I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. When you want the ability to adjust your loan options in real time, Rocket can. Appreciate it so much. So many uh, have not been able to get in on the phone lines today enough. And uh, if you experienced the earthquake, and it seems like a lot of people on my timeline did, uh, the earthquake in the Carolinas. Hopefully it was just a shake, rattle, and roll. Hopefully it wasn't something too dramatic as far as injuries or anything like that. Nothing out there. Um, you can get in with us at 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. The um, Robert Murray putting out there, uh, writer, Major League Baseball insider, putting out that uh, if the Cardinals return on Thursday, they'll have to play 55 games in 46 days. It's absolutely incredible. They'll have to play 55 and 46. This wasn't hard. Honestly, this wasn't hard. What teams are being asked to do in Major League Baseball wasn't hard. All you have to do is follow the rules. Don't break quarantine. Don't break, uh, you know, the containment. I told the story earlier today, and it came off the Braves TV broadcast yesterday, that the Braves general manager had alerted the team that they were picking up the tab because the team's on a road trip and said, we're picking up the tab for room service. So treat yourselves. You guys are doing well. Treat yourselves. And the GM and everybody, they'll pick up the tab. Braves broadcaster Jeff Francoeur said he would be ordering lobster steak, and wine to the room every single night. Now, if I gave you that option, Tony Pierno on Twitter, at Anthony Pierno, uh, our producer, uh, Pierno, if, 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 let's say the boss, let's say Mr. Chernoff, we're, we're broadcasting, so, and he says, you know what, guys, uh, you, you got to be in a hotel for seven days. I'm picking up the tab for room service, though. Are you a? Are you being judicious or not? Yeah, I'm going to be judicious because I'm going to get nervous. I might think that he's going to get pissed at me if I order too much. If I go over the top, 
Right. But, you know, anyway, I really, you know, I'm not someone that really indulges with the food. I just, I, I have enough to satisfy myself and that's it. Like yeah, you have a you have a I very am, healthy relationship with food. Like I'm horrible. To, like in the past, going to buffets, like going to bu- a buffet is like pointless for me because I don't take advantage of it. Like I'll have at the most of two plates and I'm done. So you're done. Yeah, I'm right, done after finished. that. Yeah, I mean it's a like to me. I have a you have a healthy relationship with food. I have an unhealthy one. In that, what I do constantly in life is I do the right things. And then I do the wrong things for three or four months. And then I do the right things. And I correct that mistake. And then I slip again. I just, I get lazy about eating. I get lazy about choices. You have a healthy relationship with food. But I would agree with you. But yeah, but, but bigger boss, than that, I would just be nervous that he's going to be like, look at this idiot. Look at yes. everything that he's ordering and he's all the money he's costing us. And, and I would agree. take it out on me in some other way. I would agree with you too. I would agree with you, too, that I'd be worried about that. I'd be worried about the boss going, wait a minute. You, you wouldn't be having steak and lobster at home every night. So why are you having it on my dime? But you never know. These these millionaire athletes might, you know. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, is sponsored by GEICO. Did you know Geico's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies on top of what Geico could already save you? So what are you waiting for? Visit Geico.com to learn more today. Uh, we will be adding somebody new to the family insurance this week. Meaning if she passes her test, we will be adding my daughter to the auto insurance, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to that. Thank God for great companies like Geico. Thank you very much for keeping us all safe. Okay. Uh, by the way, if you were one of the people who had done your homework assignment for the week, I'm going to be like that annoying teacher that tells you, do me a favor. Uh, I know I gave you a homework assignment last week. We're going to check it next week. So have your first 10 out in the NFL next week uh, and have a chance to review that. We'll start our preparations for the 2020 NFL season coming up next week. So will the Power Five cop out? That's really where we're sitting today is will the Power Five cop out? Because everybody bringing up the MAC, well, the MAC made the decision. The MAC made a decision to to not play their 2020 season. Uh, Let me give you a little heads up. The MAC made a decision because the MAC can't survive without the out-of-conference games. Without hauling in those paychecks, the Mac isn't going to survive. When you're not playing the out-of-conference games against the big boys, the Mac doesn't get the welfare check for showing up and taking a beating. So when you hear about programs going, hey, they're opting out out of fears of coronavirus. Yeah, that's very good. You can you can absolutely say out of fears of coronavirus, but you're not telling the truth. Why are they opting out? They're opting out because financially they can't hack it. Without these out of conference games, you know the welfare check games. The games where you go and you get your backside beaten in a Power 5 conference stadium. And you take the paycheck for doing it. 
That's why the smaller conferences have to cop out because they don't have the money to be able to, to do the things that the power fives do. And I asked it earlier on, I, and I told you what my buddy Sean Salisbury had written. And I sort of echoed those same sentiments. Do the players not have a voice? Do the players not have a voice in this? So I, I really don't understand. I really don't understand how we don't let 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds have a voice in what they want to do. Well, what if a kid gets sick? That's the one. That's been the powerful. What if a kid gets sick and gets hospitalized with COVID? Here's what I'm going to say to you. Do you remember the screaming hyena headlines from July? Just from July. It's not that long ago. You should remember. Remember when the Clemson players showed up? 23 players test positive for COVID. <gasps> oh, my gosh. They sent that. They should have sent that, that headline out with blood dripping from the letters the way that they wrote it. <laughs> Remember LSU players? 20-some players test po- Texas, 20-some players test positive. You know what? <laughs> you know what they didn't write? They didn't write the follow-up stories, did they? What are the follow-up stories? How come we don't get a screaming headline of Clemson players fine, back to work. Texas, LSU football programs not ravaged by COVID. Majority of players asymptomatic. Why do we not get that headline? Why do we not get that story? There are people who try to tell me, no, 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 no. There are not media members. Sports media members would not be dumb enough to be rooting for the virus. This is such a stupid story people are talking about. No, 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 no. Do I believe anybody would root for someone to get sick? And No. Do I believe people would root for their answers to be right? What they've been telling people for months to be right? Absolutely. And I'm saying if you don't believe that... You don't know media members. You don't know media members then. If you don't believe it, you don't know media members. Never. And by the way, I'm part of it too. We have a rejoin on this radio show where I point to it. Media members love being right. They love being right. It's all about being right. It's nothing more than they aspire to be right. They want to be right. They want to get their predictions right. And when they've been telling you for months, uh, go back go back and research and Google it yourself. Go back and research how many people told you the NBA bubble would never work. Go back and look at it. How many writers, how many analysts said, oh, the NBA, yeah, they're going to pull off this Orlando bubble. If it ever happens, if it ever gets pulled off. You remember that? Do you remember that? I do. Oh, they're going down to Florida. It's a hot spot. Hot spot. And as I explained to you, Florida, Texas, California, Georgia, Nevada, those five states, add them all together, they don't have as many deaths as New York. The hot spots. The NBA found out, well, we, we, we take the proper safety precautions. We put the players in a, in a bubble. The players act like adults and actually do what they're told. Thank you, Marlins. Thank you, Cardinals. And this can work. 
This can work. But now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Five weeks from now, we're supposed to have an NFL Sunday. I'll ask you, Anthony Pierno, as a Jets fan, five weeks today, from today, are you sitting down to your first NFL Sunday? I believe so. I believe so also. What would change your mind? A major outbreak? Like within a, within like a few teams? I guess that's the only thing that would... Yeah, probably, yeah. That's the only thing that would move me off my position. We'll ask John McClain about it. And John McClain, coming up uh, from the Houston Chronicle, coming up in around uh, 10 minutes from now. He's fantastic. And he's been around this sport forever. I'm not saying he's old. He's just really, really talented and wise. Uh, I'll ask John, is that, what does he think it would take for it not to happen? I do question whether there will be fans in the stands of any team. And by the way, my buddies, uh, Marks and Reese, Ike Reese, John Marks at WIP in Philadelphia, do a great, great job. Love those guys. Uh, They've been like, uh, as far as the fans in the stands, because the Penguin, I mean the mayor in Philadelphia, um, he is saying you're not allowed not allowed to have people at, at large gatherings or anything like that. Unless it's in the streets, you're allowed. But you're not allowed to have, you know, like if, if you, I can't go see my mom. I'm not allowed to go see my mom. If I get off the plane, if I go to rent a car, if I go to rent a hotel room, then they're like, well, why are you from out of state? Why are you here? What are you doing? You have to quarantine for two weeks. So they were asking the question, should some teams be able to have fans and other teams not be able to have fans? Because in Atlanta, they're going to have fans. Arthur Blank and the Falcons, they're planning on having uh, between, but it'll, it'll be a number between fifteen and 20,000 fans that will be invited to attend. So I ask, is that a fair, is it fair if one NFL team, their jurisdiction says no fans and another jurisdiction says bring fans? My team would be hurt by this. The Eagles would be hurt by this. And you know what I say? Good for the cities that have fans. There shouldn't be a rule put in place or anything to restrict other cities from having fans. That makes no sense. That's part, that's part of the beauty of the United States. Your jurisdiction gets to make that decision of whether they are going to be fans in the stands or not. And if your team somehow is at a disadvantage because your local jurisdiction, your local lawmakers won't let fans in, then that's on you. They're your lawmakers. They're making that decision. And that hurts my team. Hurts my team if there's no fans. Dustin Johnson, Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Champ, uh, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, Tony Finau, all near the top of the leaderboard. Dustin on top by himself by a stroke over Scheffler and Champ uh, as we head to the final round of the PGA Championship. And it feels so strange to say 2020's first major. It just doesn't seem right. But we're going to have this, then we're going to have the Tour Championship coming up. And then they're going to get started all over again. They're going to have uh, they're gonna have U.S. Open. They're going to have the... Uh, uh, and a Masters coming up, which is going to be awesome. Don't want to miss any of that. 
Rob in St. Pete, Florida, joins us on the John Kincaid Show. How are you, Rob? Hey, how's it going, guys? Listen, Good to hear from um, you, man. All right, thanks. I, I love the show. Uh, I'm enjoying listening to you. Um, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen with the NFL. They're going okay. to play. They're going to pull through. And the only reason I, I'm going to say that, I, I have a nephew who plays in the NFL. I'm not going to say for which okay. team, not for the team or the family, but they're going to play. Yes, they're, I they're think going, they are, they're too. Going to they're, it's going to be next man up. Uh, they're just going to deal with it. And I don't know what kind of plans they have in place or anything like that, but they're going to play in the, their mindset right now is they're going to play and finish the season. Yes. No and matter what happens. Do you applaud that or do you question that? I applaud it. I, actually, I do too because, you know, listen, as it, it, bad as this pandemic has been, uh, you know, when you compare it to just everyday life, it's just another drop in the bucket of things that we have to go through. You know, life is life, you know, and, and the pandemic yep. is the pandemic. I, it, listen, I, I know it's scaring people. I get that. But not everybody is as frightened, right. you know? And for your and, nephew, and, I wish him I, – I got to run. I wish him good health for this upcoming season. And honestly, I'm more concerned about his health, his ability to walk when he's older, his ability to not have a critical brain injury, far more than I am concerned about him getting COVID. And that, that's just bottom line. That's my opinion. We'll ask John McClain next. About preparations five weeks out for an NFL first Sunday. Can't wait. It's the John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. The show never stops on Twitter. Follow along at John Kincaid. I appreciate it when you do the John Kincaid show here on CBS Sports Radio. And uh, it is always a pleasure. We get to catch up with John McClain. 45 years with the Houston Chronicle. John, that doesn't seem like it could be real. That I mean, in today's day and age of media, 45 years, that doesn't seem real. Well, I had three and a half years at the Waco Tribune Herald while I was going to <laughs> Baylor. So it's actually my, let's see, 45 years. This would be my 49th year. 45 in, in Chronicle, it. 44 on the NFL. John, that's incredible. That is incredible. What is, the, what, is, what is the part of football that has changed the most from the time you started to today's modern age? On the field, it, uh, when they relaxed the rules in 1978, my second year of covering the NFL, you know, the, and before that, an offensive lineman could not extend his arms to block a pass rusher. Can you imagine Dean wow. Jones coming off the edge with the Rams, and an offensive lineman had to keep his hands between his shoulder pads to block a player? Now, they didn't keep stats until 82, but they, there are people that have gone back through film, like John Turney, and there was a lot of players that had a lot of sacks. And people never mentioned the, the limitations of the offensive linemen. And then they wanted to open up the NFL, more scoring, more popularity. So they, uh, they changed that in 78 when they increased the schedule from 14 to 16 games. And the other thing, the draft used to be during the season, during the college football se- season, 
And also the draft was 24, 18, 12 rounds. And uh, so it's changed a lot. And then off the field, it's changed the most to me. You don't get to deal with players like you used to, the, the league rules. You don't have a chance to have a conversation with players anymore on the 45-minute locker room restriction. Or used to, you can go in before practice, after practice, while the meet, their meetings were going on. You could sit in the dressing room. But times have changed, and you have to roll with the punches, so to speak, if you want to, if you want to stick around. And I've tried to do that. Well, it's been good. You stuck around because people love your insights. John McClain from the Houston Chronicle joining us here on the John Kincaid Show. John, what would be the thing that would have to happen in the next five weeks that you believe would keep us from having our first NFL Sunday? Well, first of all, I don't think anything will happen because they want to start the season. And since there are no preseason games, to find out what is going to be the um, ramifications of playing uh, against each other and bleeding and sweating and spinning and sure. blowing snot on each other for three <laughs> hours. They're doing everything they can for six days a week. And then on the seventh day, they're doing the opposite. So I want to see what happens after the first game. The Texans and the Chiefs play the first game on Thursday night. They'll start getting the test the next day. They get the results back in 24 hours. Usually they get it back at 12 because the Texans have their bio-reference mobile unit set up in the parking lot, and then the results are you get to the, where they take them to for results are a mile and a half away. And so, if you get tested in the morning, you get the test back late in the day. If you get tested late in the day, you get the test back in the morning. But sometimes, John, as you know, the medical experts say it can be five days from when you've been exposed to when it'll show up in a test. So. You got to test immediately. To me, you have to test every day and see the offshoot of what's going to happen to the Chiefs and the Texans. And I think after that, if you had a bunch of players test positive and have to be quarantined because of contact tracing in which they wear those those uh, things around their wrist, and if it were to wipe out a position, you know, if there was no integrity to the game, say you had to play a fourth string quarterback who'd been on the practice squad. I think they're going to play at come hell or high water, John, because the owners make $296 million from TV, and they want to get that check. And uh, I think it would have to take, if you figure foot, baseball, they shut down the Cardinals and the Marlins. And isn't it amazing how well the Marlins have played since? It's amazing, yeah. And then the Phillies, of course, have, they've played so few games because – of they play we're playing against them and so I think it would it would have to have a massive outbreak that would keep you from having to play like your sixteen practice squad players. There's right. no integrity in something like that. And they have a plan to delay the season, push the season back. They can play the Super Bowl last Sunday in February in Tampa. When you have a Super Bowl you have to keep every Sunday in that month available in case there's an active guide that makes it where you cannot play on that first Sunday in February. And I believe this is an act of God. Who are the, uh, who are the teams right now that you feel, if I took the chiefs out of it, cause everybody loves what the chiefs are all about for good reason. If I took the chiefs out of it, who are the two or three teams that you really think have a great chance to hoist a Lombardi trophy? Well, first of all, everybody does love the chiefs. Who doesn't love Andy Reid? They got the best player in the league, but there's a reason a team hadn't repeated since, 
the Patriots after the the one and two seasons. And one of the reasons is everybody is gunning for you, and the defensive coaches and the offensive coaches have had an off season to plan for you. Usually, a Super Bowl winner loses players who leave as free agents because they want to get paid. Chiefs have not had that issue, and. The other one is the hunger factor, whether self-conscious or not. But it's going to be hard for Kansas City to do it just because it's been so long. Baltimore should be the hungriest team in the AFC. The Ravens have lost the first playoff game uh, with Lamar Jackson the last two seasons. They were best team in football last season in regular season. Then they get whopped at home by the Titans. So they should be the hungriest team in AFC. To me, the team that didn't have a winning record that I think is the most likely to bounce back, John, is Pittsburgh now that Ben Roethlisberger's back. And Mike Tomlin's a great coach. I would think that the Steelers, you know, they play in a tough division. But I think that would be a hungry team, too, because they're not used to not being in the playoffs and having an 8-8 eight eight record, which was pretty amazing considering how much time Big Ben missed. And then the NFC, the hungriest team, should be the 49ers. And I don't know why it is that Super Bowl losers don't bounce back and win a Super Bowl. The Patriots did, but nobody else in a while. And I'm not sure exactly why that is. Of course, we all are fascinated by the Buccaneers. And the Saints got a huge chip on their shoulder because they've been the best team in the NFC South. And now a lot of people are picking the Buccaneers because of Brady and Gronk. But I, I really like the Saints. They've had three consecutive really difficult oh, playoff the Vikings, losses. The Vikings twice. Yep. And, and then that, and the Rams won in the middle of that, that sandwich. If I was going to pick right now, if not picking Kansas City, I would pick New Orleans and I would pick Baltimore. That would be a hell of a game. That would be a hell of a game. And you're right, though. And remember, everybody forgets, John, that, yes, Lamar Jackson's had some struggles in the postseason, but uh, Peyton Manning lost three or four playoff games before he won. I think three, at least, before he won his first. And, of course, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. And and the Ravens have everything going for them that they had last year. It's amazing. At this time last year, nobody projected no. The Ravens to, to I don't even know people picked them to make the playoffs. Is there a team out there like that that wasn't bad, but say was coming off a mediocre season, even though they finished strong with Jackson once they put him in the lineup and they were a lot better? Is there a team like that that could go from maybe making the playoffs and losing to being one of the best teams in the league? I'm sure there is somebody out there, and that's one of the reasons it's so fascinating. John, we we have never seen a season like this. We hope we'll never see a season like this again, but not only is it exciting, it's intriguing because of so many different things that could happen and fascinating at the same time. I feel like I'm covering my first season and all over again just because there's so much to to see. I wonder, though, how you're going to be able to do your job as well without the personal contact, because that's something that you're known for, the relationships and everything. All over a phone and all over Zoom, it's a lot different, isn't it? It is, but we're all in the same boat. Like yeah, exactly. On Monday, tomorrow, I go for my first COVID-19 test under the league rules. Ten media people can get tested, and if you pass three tests, then you get to watch practice. Texans and Chiefs can put on the pads Friday. That's when we'll be able to watch the first day. But every 
interview is in Zoom. I will not. I have not been in NRG Stadium since the day after the Texans blew wow. the Kansas City playoff game, and I will not go into the stadium anytime this season. And what I'm worried about, John, everybody says, well, we'll have a vaccine next year. I know everybody's saying that, but I worry that could we have to do this again in all our sports another season? No, never. i got to tell you this. You know, I'm hoping that you're getting the rapid test, the blood one, and not the up-the-nose test with the swab? Because I almost passed out. I almost well, passed out. I'm going to get the up-your-nose because oh, it's John. That's what oh. the NFL gives. Yeah, blood, what they, test. Oh. blood test is for antigens to see if you got oh, it in man. your system. But oh. one thing, they over the last two weeks, they have determined that you can do the nasal swab without sticking it to your brain, and now it's oh, good. no big deal. Well, that'll be good. You'll be fine then. John, I always appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me. My pleasure, John. Thank you very much, and stay safe. It's becoming your Sunday habit. This is the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Remember when TV shows had theme songs? Anthony, this has to just stay in the rotation. You just spring it on me one one rejoin every week. What a great show. What a great wow, show. Wow, really? Once a week? You like it that much, huh? Yes. Love this song. All right. This is where, uh, whatchamacallit? Um... Let me something here. Uh, what was I going to say? The uh, you want to you want to watch if you didn't watch it before. Danny Crane is one of the craziest characters you've ever seen on network TV, and that entire show they would never let Alan Shore and Danny Crane be on TV today. They would never let those two characters be on TV today. Uh, you know, Alan Shore, the raging liberal, uh, Danny Crane, the the crazy right wing. Fox News watching conservative and constant inappropriate conduct from both of them in the workplace. It is a great, it's a great show. David Kelly did a great show. Did you ever see the practice when you were younger? I have seen episodes of the practice. Okay. The practice Boston legal spun off of the practice and they took a, they made a legal comedy sort of a dramedy out of a show that was so deadly serious. The practice. I love the practice though. Thought that was a great show, too. So, all right, let's get down to business here. 855 212 4CBS. Alan in Chicago joins us. Alan, you're on the John Kincaid Show. Good morning. How are you, Alan? I'm good. Good morning. Uh, this is for you and both, Anthony, about the boss paying for the room service. Now, if this was asked before I was in the room, what I would do is I would look at the menu, I would add up all the total prices of all the menu items, and because I'm an athlete, I need about five meals a day. I'd come to a median. Tell the boss that the average price of every meal is, say, 30 bucks. So that's $150 a day. Do the math 150 times 7. I say, you know what, just to make sure that I'm not taking advantage of you because I'm weak, how about just give me the money, and then I buy a bunch of ramen and just frozen foods, pocket all the extra cash, and then wager it next year on NFL's next year's champions, the Washington Red Spirits. The Red Spirits? The Washington Red Spirits will win the Super Bowl next year. And because of the odds, I'll have enough to buy at least 1% of the franchise. Now, red, I, thought, I thought people were leaning towards Red Wolves or Red Tails. 
Oh, no, it is the spirits because the Anglo-Saxons used to drink spirits that made them hallucinate. That's why they call alcohol spirits, because they would see ghosts. And their opinion okay. of spirits was different than the Native Americans' opinion of spirits, which meant their content of their character, their achaka, their soul. So there was confusion. So in honor of them, we would let them know that they will never take our spirit. But then also it lets them know that spirit is the same as content of character is what also Dr. Martin Luther King was talking about right. when, he was in, when he was in Washington, D.C., where he said to not judge a man by the content or by the color of his skin, but the content of his character. That is a synonym for the Native Americans, Achaka. So you're really honoring uh, Martin Luther King's speech in Washington, D.C., uh, the Native American spirit that is now dead. And instead of the Redskins, they are, their spirit will live. So they are the Red Spirits. You still get to keep the letter R. It works out. And it's beautiful. Achaka! All right, there you go, buddy. All right, Anthony, if I said over-unders, over-under of um, how many, like, uh, you know, lattes he's had this morning. He was fired up. I like it, bringing it. Oh, boy. He was fired up, had passion. He is uh, very passionate there. We like that. Mitch in New Jersey joins us. Mitch, you're on the John Kincaid Show. How are you? Good, John. How are you doing today? Hope everyone's being safe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, What's going on? I, I, I'm thinking, how about a theme song? Maybe you want to say, uh, maybe before your time. The theme song to Three's Company, John Ray. No, that's not beyond my time. Come and knock okay. on our door. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are uh, hers and hers and his. Three's Company, too. I know that I, one. I can't come, and dance on our, come and dance on our floor. Teach a step that is new. <laughs> we have a lovable space that needs your face. Three's Company, too. I am a stupid bibliophile when it comes to TV theme songs. Like, like, that was a great do, you, do you have another one from that era you can think of? Um, like from that from that mm. era, because I have I have more stupid stuff locked in my brain that is useless that could just how you know, the, yeah. How about the spinoff from the Ropers? The, oh, the, the Ropers! Bump, 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 bump. <laughs> That was the Ropers theme song. Anthony can find it. That was the Ropers theme song. With uh, with, yeah, here it is. There you go. See, and Jeffrey Tambor was on that show. There you go. There you see. I have more. I have more mindless, idiotic stuff stuck in my head. That I could have been so brilliant in life, I could have accomplished so many things. Unbelievable, unbelievable! What do you got hey, for me today? Yeah, hey, good luck with your daughter's road test. Hopefully, I'm <laughs> well, guess what? I'm not doing it. Her driving school is doing it, so she'll do it with the driving school instructor. And, well, and in she, New Jersey, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> and she better pass. Oh, that's great. Jersey, they're doing a big parking lot. I'm from Staten Island. You gotta go out in the street and um, mingle with the traffic, with the real stuff, real time, and I'm. Um, I didn't take it five times for no reason. Anyway, <laughs> you you gotta like you gotta like my Clippers. They they are deep. I mean, they're second team. The way they came back, they look like they were gonna get, you know they don't, they're in the second or third seed, which it doesn't matter. But the way they came back with their second team and with the low manager, it's fantastic. I think it's it's looking uh, pretty good for the Clippers this year, kind of like the Cubs and Ben Simmons. I mean, do the Sixers have the the not the audacity, but the bad luck? Two of the they're, they're two superstars, him and Embiid, and they've gotten quite their share of injuries. I think they got more injuries than I have at work. <laughs> or they, um, I mean, it's, I'm I'm tired. Honestly, I'm tired of it all. I'm tired of that toxic cocktail. Thank you for your call. 
and I'm very, very tired of the bartender. Uh, I'm, I'm tired of the whole Embiid Simmons garbage. Uh, and I honestly, I'm tired of the bartender in Brett Brown. Who, what was uh, the old girlfriend of uh, Aaron Rodgers? And I know the list is getting long. Uh, the one who did, uh, Olivia Munn. She used to have a commercial on for the dog poop app. What was the, the dog walking app? Not dog poop app. <laughs> the dog walking app. Uh, I wouldn't hire Brett Brown to walk my dog. Nikki Foles, if she needed to be walked to go and take a poo, I wouldn't trust Brett Brown with that. Let's put it that way. That may be a little harsh, but it's how I feel. It's how I feel. Wag. He could not. Was that what it is? Wag? Yeah. There you go. And, uh, it t- and look, it even marks where your dog pooped. It's like That was the strangest commercial I've ever seen. It's like one of the strangest things I've ever seen. I love so her. You Oh, you love her? Yeah, because she's, she's like a nerd, too. She's into like Star Wars and she'll dress up and everything. So does that That's make what you, I need. I need a woman like that. <laughs> does that make you believe that you'd have your shot? Absolutely. Is that what you think? Because seriously, if she's into nerdy things, you're just the next step. You're just the two-legged. <laughs> you're just the two-legged version of the nerdy things. You're just, you just, you just run into that. You are the two-legged version. What I tell you, Anthony, I tell you over and over again, just don't, don't rush. Don't rush. It'll, I don't think you're going to meet your bride on a, on a dating app. That's what I've told. I've, and I've told you that one before. Uh, yes, the bumblebee. And Actually, the, you've never told me that before. Yes, I have. I, I think I have. You don't think, all, well, have you written down every pearl of wisdom that I've given you about life? Where you solicited. definitely did not give me this one. Okay, you're not going to find your spouse on a dating app. Not on one of the ones that are the hookup apps. Let me tell you that that's the worst thing in the world. Let, let me just give you that assurance that that's the worst thing in the world. And I'm very, very glad that I didn't grow up in an era where that was, <laughs> that was plentiful. Because I would have been more distracted in life than I already am. But if you're looking for your spouse... If you really do think about it, you know, don't be on one of the hookup apps. Because every time you look in her eyes, you're going to be wondering, how many times did she swipe right with somebody else? I mean, <laughs> that makes sense, right, Anthony? Makes sense, right? If you're on the Bumblebee, how many times was she stinging somebody else? I mean, right? I, mean, I actually it? just got a uh, new um, Bee in the Hive this morning. Really? Tell give me a give me a, a brief thumbnail sketch. What what, what are her attributes? Hold on, I got to get the profile okay, up real quick. Get the attributes up. Cuz we did have the funny story when Anthony was visiting in Atlanta. Martina. Yeah, Ooh. John cost me. I cost you because this young lady reached out to Anthony Piano on the Bumblebee. So she stings you? Is that sort of the thing? She stings you? Yeah. Or she, she invites you in her, she and, invites you in her hive? And she said hi. And, oh, um, yes. What are you doing later? And then I told you that she was actually someone that worked in our industry <laughs> in the Atlanta area. And John's like, oh, she'll know who I am. Tell her that you're at the Braves game with me. <laughs> so I say, She's I'm at the Braves game with John Kincaid. And then... I that, get back to that, the hotel a few hours later. You go check the messages, and um, she's she deleted she it. Deleted right? it. She deleted it. She un yeah. She, 
She had deleted it. She ran from that one. For God's sakes, I know who she hangs out with. For God's sakes, if she's worried about being associated with me, she obviously is worrying about the wrong things. My gosh. So just think of it that way. You're not going to find your spouse on the dating app. If you do, just realize, not only were you there trolling for things, she was there trolling for things, and how long was she having more success than you were? Just saying. Might not be something you want to do. Might not be something you want to do. Let me get to my closing arguments. I haven't done this in a few weeks. You had your say. Now John has his closing arguments here on the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. Remember when they told you that sports was done till 2021? Can't happen. Then people mocked you for believing there'd be an NBA season in a bubble. This wouldn't work. Will the NBA even resume their season? It's going to be down in a hot spot. Remember that? Remember the NHL plan? Is the NHL plan even going to work? Yeah, yeah. You know what? They're thriving. God bless it. And you know, baseball is too, because 28 teams knew how to act like adults. So when I hear the MAC cancels college football, I say, okay, the MAC can't afford to play college football unless they're getting big welfare checks for playing games against the big boy conferences. They can't afford it. The Power Five can. If the Power Five caves on this, just understand, it's going to be because of the suits. It's not going to be because of the coaches, the players, and otherwise, who want to overwhelmingly play. It will be about bureaucrats. It will be about suits. It will be about professors that make that decision. I'd rather leave it up to the people who actually are involved in actually playing and coaching the games. It's been a great week. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back next week. Our first 10 out in the NFL next week. I promise we'll get to it. Thanks for joining us today. At Tony Pierno on Twitter. Follow Anthony. He's a good guy. And please, hang out with me too any chance you get. The John Kincaid Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Make it a great week and enjoy your Sunday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.